a democratic republic of sports. The Sportsocracy with ESPN Asheville host Tank Spencer and Jeremy Green. Welcome into the Sportsocracy, Tank Spencer and Jeremy Green with you. It is Wednesday morning. It is uh, the last full work day of the week. Thank God. Hopefully, uh, all of you get to take some time off for the holidays. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll be back with you on Monday for another short week. We'll, I love have, this. A, we'll have a show. To, we will have a show tomorrow. Of course. That will air live. Right. We'll have the uh, bowl special coming up for you tomorrow on uh, on Christmas Eve. And we'll be back with you live, though, on Monday uh, for another short week. I love the holiday season where we get two, two short weeks back to back. Last night, uh, we had a lot of things going on. We had uh, college bowl games. Uh, your boy, Zach Wilson, did pretty well. Yeah, he had a day. He, he wasn't bad. <laughs> he was not bad at all. Five touchdowns in the first half. For him, as BYU beat UCF forty-nine to twenty-three in the Boca Raton Bowl, did you uh, did you watch that with your speedo on? Uh, I did not. Oh. I, I didn't. Uh, frankly, so when Josh Wilson throws for four trillion yards in the first half, I didn't have to watch a whole lot of it. <laughs> so BYU thumps them. Uh, Nevada got the thirty-eight twenty-seven win over Tulane in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Do, do you feel great about that one? You watch, you watch a lot of that? No, I didn't watch a whole lot of that, uh, although I did find it pretty funny that they uh, they gave the coach a fry bath at the end of it. <laughs> they had the igloo cooler filled oh, with yeah. fries. <laughs> and then got a penalty for putting the fries on the field with 17 seconds left in the game. Like, if you're going to do that, make sure it's not something that's going to affect the field of play when you do it. Uh, so he got uh, not only the French fry bath, but the Gatorade bath immediately afterward. Um, but yeah, yeah, you know, it was one of those uh, throwaway bowl games that we don't care about. We don't really, <laughs> really have to care about. Uh, we had college basketball last night. Kansas and uh, West Virginia was a good game. Did you hang in for that one? Nope. No. 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 no I, your alma mater. You didn't even watch the game. Yeah. No. I. I don't care. I just don't care. I. It's. It's Christmas. <laughs> I was trying to get in the freaking holiday spirit watching movies. You keep telling me to watch it suck. No. No. You're wrong again. Jesus. I was. I was very disappointed and Scrooged. Why? Because I. It just wasn't that good. Mm. I mean, it was. It was fine. I guess. It, it wasn't that good. It just wasn't that good. Yeah, way to sell the uh, way to sell the movie review segment on the ESPN Asheville show. Oh, oh. we'll do it. Twelve days of Christmas. Oh, have no fear. I mean, I'm gonna sell it. It's just not gonna be particularly nice. <laughs> the last one of the uh, of the season here. The twelve days of Jeremy's Christmas holiday movie reviews. And he's gonna continue to piss me off about all of yep. this. <laughs> oh my gosh, the Tar Heels lost last night to NC State. Don't understand how that happened. They, they didn't play well. I, they they the, can't shoot. Right, they can't shoot and they turn over the ball way too it's much. It's pretty easy to understand when you can't shoot and you can't score, it's very difficult to win. Mm, yep, yep. I did not see a whole lot of uh, imposing your will with your 
four seven footers that you have. Yeah, that's uh, that should be a thing. It you, should it, be. When you have 14 trees down low, you should be able to score down low. <laughs> right, stop settling. Stop settling for field goals. Did you take any of the NBA tip-off in? Hell no. Nope. No, actually, the way my viewing went, I started on UCF-BYU. Uh, Zach Wilson had 400 bajillion yards. Right. Uh, actually, that's a lie. I started on Carolina-NC State. I got very frustrated with that. Went to the bowl game. Realized that I had was definitively on the wrong side of that. And then I watched Scrooged. And then I watched the Santa Claus, which put me in a much better mood. It go. kills it kills me that you took that you you, you took uh, UCF Central Florida. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. BYU. And you're I do love BYU. You're going to see a trend tomorrow. We're picking every bowl game against the number. Mm -hmm. You're going to notice a trend. Teams that wanted to, that had much loftier aspirations, it does not tend to go that way. Usually, a team that thought, oh, we'll be in a New Year's Six Bowl, and then plays in the who gives a rat's ass bowl, they tend to not show up. Right. BYU, on the other hand, not so much. Well, I think any bowl game at this point is, uh, is, is something for BYU. No, it's not. BYU is a markedly better school than you give it credit for. Like, markedly better. Okay. But I, but to me, they don't scream like, oh, we had a chance at the Orange Bowl, so we're just not going to play. Like an Auburn would be no, for the it, college football it, there, It's different. Or or it, it's just different. Mm -hmm. Auburn doesn't want to be in any bowl that's not in a New Year. That's not a New Year six. Right. BYU, I thought there would be a letdown because of disappointment. You didn't get any respect, mm -hmm. and now we're playing in a bowl we don't care about. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, <laughs> That's what I thought was going to happen, and I was very wrong. Oh, you forgot that Zach Wilson he wants to he wants to make his play for the uh, you know for, to be the third quarterback off the board. Uh, he's probably going to be the third quarterback off the board. Probably should be the secret second. time. He might might be the second quarterback off the board. You think Justin Fields hurt himself that much in the Big Ten? Championship? He will be. Uh, he will be my when, when my mock draft comes out. He'll be the second quarterback off my board. Zach Wilson will be. Mm -hmm. Yes, he will. Do you think Justin Fields hurt himself that bad in the Big Ten Championship game? He did for me, mm -hmm. uh, but I mean, I also already had questions. Right. So I mean, if you were if you were dead set on Justin Fields, then maybe you didn't. You know, maybe it didn't hurt you that bad. Right. I had screaming questions about him, and I can't wrap my head around Trey Lance having. You know, he's thrown just over three hundred passes in his college career. Mm -hmm. I, I can't wrap my brain around that. So. <laughs> Uh, let's get into some NFL. We got a big week in the NFL this week, and um, we we had the Dwayne Haskins story yesterday. That was fun. That was that was interesting. Dwayne Haskins likes to do stuff. Dwayne's apologized. He said, "You know, I realized that I was immature and I shouldn't have done that." And blah 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 blah. I'm saying exactly what they told me to say. You're done that, you in good other, boy. In other words, I don't care, and I'm not going to think about my actions further going down the road. That's kind of what I took out of it. But I don't know. Maybe if he loses his job, that'll put a... I'm a little shocked. He, I, I'm a little shocked he's still on that roster today. I am too. I thought that they would... Uh, that, that some kind of a statement would be made. Not necessarily cutting him loose because I get contractual obligations and such, but I figured we would have had some sort of a, 
uh, we've asked Dwayne not to, kind of like uh, Calipari did with the kid at at Kentucky. We've asked him we've to take a step away. Step away, think about things for a while, get in the right headspace, you know. We're a football team that's trying to win a division here and make the playoffs and make something else out of our season, and here's our quarterback going after a loss and just yucking it up with the strippers. Huzzah. It's what we all wanted. They were wearing Dwayne Haskins jerseys. That's <laughs> that's still the stupidest part of that to me. I mean, everybody wants me to be outraged that he's partying with strippers. He's a 23-year-old kid. Sorry, right. I'm not shocked. Right. Uh, Lou Williams, James Harden, Dwayne Haskins, do I need to keep going? This does not surprise me in the least. Mm-mm. However, it does shock me that you would be so stupid that you would share it on Instagram and you would put them all in your jersey. Wow. And put it out there for the whole world to see. I, Live. Look what I did. Is that good? That... Did, did I do good? <laughs> no. You did not. You no. were supposed to do COVID and you did football. Ah, you were supposed to quarantine and you did strippers. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> ah, I boo-booed it all up. <laughs> Even Ryan Leaf has now come out and said, uh, well, he's, he's given his opinion on the whole Dwayne Haskins situation, and I'll give you his quote because I think it's great. He says, quote, listen, this is exactly what you think it is. Utter ignorance. There's something about the brain chemistry of an elite athlete that has everything and feels slighted and hurt. You have zero impulse control. No one will tell me what I cannot do. I swear it's like looking in a mirror. When Ryan Leaf says you're like looking in a mirror, that's a bad sign. And that made Ron Rivera go, oh. Oh, God. Now I have to do something. <laughs> yeah, see, Dwayne Haskins has that same problem Josh Gordon has. Josh Gordon was supposed to practice, and he did oh, water bomb. So, God. you know, it's boo-boo. We'll talk about that later. So stupid. So stupid. You french fry when you're supposed to pizza, you're going to have a bad time. That's <laughs> you know, just all there is to it. I think, uh, I think Dwayne Haskins should lose his job on this one, but it... Dwayne Haskins should lose his job because he is god-awful at football. there is that, but they may not have another choice. They do. Steven Montez. Judy Chop. I think I'd still go with Dwayne Haskins on that one. I'm not so sure that I would. Why? Because I like Steven Montez. But you've got to, I mean, you're in in the playoff hunt here. You got to show up. You got to win. Uh-huh. I don't, I'm not trusting Steven Montez with that. I think at this point, making the playoffs might be more better than making some kind of a moral statement with uh, Dorian. Well, it's not making a moral statement. Let's be really, let's just be real honest. How much worse could he be? (laughs) Real. (laughs) Unless he comes out and drives the team the wrong direction, how much worse than Dwayne Haskins could he actually be? I mean, he could get. Fours for his QBR rather than 20s. Okay. There's not that huge of a difference in that, just so you know. Could be the 50s league average. Uh, No. No, no, it can't. (laughs) If you're the Washington football team, you are praying to God that Alex Smith kept some of that uh, mystery elixir that that made him well again. Mm Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be fine. Oh, oh, they have another quarterback. I forgot. I, uh, Tyler Heineke. T- 
Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke. Oh wow! Yeah. They Former picked him up too from yeah. the Panthers. Yeah, he's he's that's 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 fantastic. That's just oh. great. There. Ron, just bring every quarterback you ever had in Carolina. What's Jake DeLome doing right now? <laughs> he never had Jake DeLome. Can I ask you a question about Dwayne Haskins? Okay. Haskins has played in six games this year. Okay. QBR is the, the, the league average is 50. Mm-hmm. The average quarterback in the NFL is supposed to be a 50. Mm-hmm. How many times has Dwayne Haskins been over a 50 all year? Once. Once. Do you know when it was? No. It was Sunday against Seattle, <laughs> and he was a train wreck. He was. He threw fifty-five times. I didn't. I watched damn near that whole game, and I didn't realize that. If Dwayne Haskins throws fifty, if you French fry when you're supposed to pizza, you're gonna have a bad time. <laughs> yeah, you're not. Uh, you're not gonna go far trusting him to throw that much. In a bowl game. Jeremy Russell said the equipment manager is better than Dwayne Haskins. I don't know if that's true, but you might be right. I mean, how many, legitimately, how many quarterbacks that have played a game this year are worse than Dwayne Haskins? Honestly. Oh, I don't know. Ryan Finley. Uh, you tell me what you saw of him Monday night wasn't better than Dwayne Haskins? Yeah. You're out of your mind. I was about to say, if you say no, you're out of your mind. Oh, Danucci or whatever. Ben Danucci. Ben Danucci. There you go. And this is what you spent a first-round pick on. Good for you, Daniel Snyder. I almost called him Mark Cuban. Uh, I mean, you do have to be. I got my rich guys confused for a minute. <laughs> you do have to be, uh, you have to, do have to be god-awful to rank lower than. Bad. Than you have to be bad. Bad, but bad, but bad, bad, bad. But, I mean, this is, this is what happens when you draft their own quarterback. This is the reason that when, when, when guys like Josh Rosen and Dwayne Haskins and Daniel Jones and I could keep doing this for an extended period of time. When you take these guys because, oh, we need a quarterback. No, you don't. No, you don't. It is much better to have Kyle Allen than it is to have a guy that you have a first-round pick wrapped up in. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because you can't be rational about a guy you have first-round wrapped up in. Right. Can't be. And let's be really honest. If Dwayne Haskins had not just been a first-rounder, and what happened yesterday happened, what happens? He's done. There you go. What happens now? You keep him around. And you know what that tells the rest of your team? Do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. Just do what you want. Doesn't matter. Piss down the road. Go hang out with strippers. Put them in your own jersey. You know, go hang out with Josh Gordon. You know, and Tommy Chong and Willie Nelson and Snoop Dogg. You know, go hang out with all those people. Just got high as hell. It just doesn't matter. You know why? Because we're the Washington football team, and it doesn't matter. Don't think that's that's quite the vibe being sent out right now. Have you ever played team sports? You ever had somebody on the team that just did everything wrong and was never punished? Uh, do, you, do you know how that feels? Because you look at it at some point and go, if I did that, you would have cut me. And there's a shitload of resentment that comes in that. Mm-hmm. A ton. Uh, I don't foresee him playing again. For the Washington Doesn't matter, he's still on team. Still on team. Still collecting a paycheck, still holding a clipboard. Because mm-hmm. if they were going to cut him, they would have done it yesterday. You don't let this hang out for a day. So, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's a disaster. This is why I was laughing at this so hard yesterday. Of this is an absolute train wreck and you're going to do it wrong. Mm-hmm. I look at Daniel Snyder running an NFL football team like I look at a penguin driving a motorcycle. 
Like, no good can come from this because you were not equipped to operate the vehicle with which you were operating. Right. It was a it was a very bad day yesterday for the Washington football team as the Washington Post had the story that came out about Daniel Snyder and the uh, the settlement the sexual misconduct settlement that they apparently uh, issued 1.6 million dollars in hush money to Ooh. one of Daniel Snyder's accusers years Ooh. ago and apparently it was an incident that happened on the team or not on the team plane but I, I, I guess it was his corporate plane. Um, it's just bad. And I think at some point the NFL has to step in and say, you got to go. Yeah. Yep. I mean, they won't do it publicly. Go behind closed doors and just be like, you got to get out. Yeah. This has got to be done. Some you know, he's. One hundred billion dollars. Like, he's had the back and forths with uh, he's had the back and forth with everybody about you know. I don't know. It's just, it's bad. It's very bad. Yeah, I'm tired of talking about a shitty football team. Okay, you want to talk about a good football team? Unless you're about, if you're about to say Tampa Bay, I swear to God, I'm gonna hit you with something. Just because it's Christmas will not spare you of my wrath, and there are many firm things around me right no, now. No, I was going to talk about Josh Gordon. Oh, uh, Josh Lord. Gordon has returned with the Seattle Seahawks. Is, that lasted a day. Yay! <laughs> he got reinstated off of the uh, off of the commissioner's exempt list, and then they were like, "Oh wait, he hasn't met all of his uh, requirements." And they didn't say that he had tested positive again. Or that they caught him smoking weed on the bus or something. I don't know. Like, all they said was there was a setback in the substance abuse program. Uh, here's uh, here's how that went. He uh, lightened it up. Josh, you're, uh, you have not fulfilled your reinstatement uh, necessities. <laughs> what? <laughs> in a setback in here. Why do we keep doing this? He's not going to stop. You can keep going in this vicious cycle all you want to. He ain't gonna stop. Which I, th I thought they weren't. Well, I guess since he's in the he's in the exempt list, he had they have to test him to make sure that he's yeah, because he's hell high. Uh, I was we, gonna say that I thought that they had ditched the 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 weed test. Not when you're in the not when right. you're in the program, they haven't. Right. Apparently. Battery was smoking meth. I, 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 I don't know. With Josh Gordon, it wouldn't shock me. Who knows? Who knows? Hopefully, uh, uh, whatever. In the immortal words of Colin Cowherd, don't do meth. And this guy came in and he, what What was he missed like 78% of He's all missed the games a lot. that he's been under contract Here's for? the thing. There has never been a player in NFL history that has gotten more pub on shows like this for doing this little ever. Mm -hmm. It's never happened. At least Ricky Williams was good. Right. Josh Gordon's not even good. I mean, he was good. For one year. Yeah. He's had one year. Mm -hmm. Other than that, you know what he's been? High. Real, <laughs> real high. A lot. Like copious amounts of high. And he just can't handle it. He just he Like if his level it. of high was the number of presents you got on Friday, you had a hell of a Christmas. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I mean, good Lord. I am. There are about 10 people in pro sports that I am just 
so tired of, of, of hearing about. And yeah. Josh Gordon is first and foremost. He was set to make the one-game comeback at the end of this season, and now it's not going to happen. He's had the setback in his recovery. Apparently, just can't stop smoking the weed. How about get out of Seattle? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, don't, go, hey, to don't Seattle, go to Denver. Don't go to Denver. Just stay out of all of the pot states. You can't even keep it together for one damn day. That's the I. That's the funniest part to me. He lasted a day, and I just have this vision in my head of him with like a water bug sitting on the table, and he's just looking at it like, I'm not allowed. No. I can't talk to you. He has conversations with it, yeah. You remember that you remember those old anti-drug commercials where the kid was talking to the dog and the dog was like super disappointed because he kept getting high? Yeah. I believe that was Josh Gordon's house two days ago. <laughs> Josh Gordon was talking to the dog, and the dog was like, I'm not, I'm done with you, bro. Then Josh Gordon then Josh Gordon just goes, Ah, the dog's mad at me, screw it. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> at this point, we might as well just go full bore. Uh wow. It's unbelievable how some guy, you know, and I'm not against that. I, I'm not against pot smoking. If that's your thing. And I don't you, give a damn what you do. Right. You're going to, you know, use it for medicinal purposes or you're just using it recreationally. I don't give a damn. But when your job requires that you not do that and then prove that you're not doing it, stop doing it. It's not that hard. Look, I don't ask much. I, I really don't. You know, be nice to kids. Be nice to old people. Don't kick puppies. Don't do meth. Uh, return your shopping cart, tip your waitress. That's literally, if you can abide by those simple rules, I'm good with you. And Josh Gordon goes, fuck that third rule. Yeah. <laughs> can't do it. Good to old people, good to puppies. Can't stop smoking weed. Right. Sorry. I, I just, I don't understand. I will never understand how a man looks at millions of dollars that he has been paid for virtually yeah. nothing. Mm -hmm. And goes, I'm gonna smoke. And he all goes, that? and he goes. Do you know how much weed that'll buy? And it's weed. It might be <laughs> enough. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he's a. I mean, I mean, maybe I don't understand weed because I'll be honest with you, I've never really smoked it in my entire life. Mm -hmm. Maybe I just don't get it. But it's not like you're addicted to it. At least I don't think you are. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. You can be. It's just. It's no. But what in it addicts you? Like you're yeah. addicted to you're addicted to cigarettes because of nicotine. You're addicted. You're to not being addicted high. to cigarettes. You're addicted to the nicotine, and you do this with all the other things. What are you addicted to? Funyuns? Being high. Are you addicted <laughs> to to Lay's barbecue potato chips? <laughs> no, do you know how many games Josh Gordon has played in his career? Oh, oh we've done. He this came before. into the league in 2012. It's like. 50-something? 63. 63. He has played 63 games in eight years. Mm -hmm. That means he has missed half of the games he's been eligible to play. Because water bomb. Yeah. Water bomb. <laughs> and of those games, half of them were in the first two seasons he was in the league. It's just it. It blows my mind. It was before he made all the money and then realized, hey, that. Could then buy he had. A shit then he had weed. a stack of money and he went, you know what? I can buy all that money. Weed. More weed. Here we go. <laughs> He's got to talk to Samson. I want to talk to Samson. <laughs> well, I'm a Doctor said I need a bacchiotomy. <laughs> 
I do feel like I do feel like I need one of those today. <laughs> oh, oh God, are we doing the old thing again today? Yep. Is, is anybody broken in half? Yep. I'm feeling pretty decent today, Jeremy. Thank you very much. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, speaking of good football teams, looks like should be a uh, closed, sealed case for uh, Tampa Bay this weekend against the Detroit Lions. They have no coaches. Or they're a couple of days away from kickoff, and they have no idea who's going to coach. Did they anyway? They got they got coronavirus issues, and apparently Darren Bevel or Daryl Bevel. Daryl Bevel. Yeah, apparently. I don't Darryl, know who Darren Bevel is, but he, that he, might be Josh Gordon's uh, pot dealer. No, he, <laughs> no, Darren Bevel pitched for the uh, Expos back in the seventies. Um, <laughs> Daryl Bevel. He was one of the close contacts, and so now they're scrambling, trying to figure out who their coach is going to be. Hot. So that's just I'll wonderful. What I'll do it. You'll do it. Mm-hmm. You'll sign up for that job. Yeah. Uh, you know. You know what? I think you'll get more hate mail than Pat Matricia did. It's fine. It's fine. I don't care. Fine. I get a ton of hate mail as it is. Fine. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it I is. I mean, how much worse could I honest to God be? Kenny Galladay's played like nine snaps all year. Mm-hmm. Matt, you have uh, what? You have one job. Beep. You have a big arm, and we have one living, breathing running back. And no receivers. Marvin Jones. Woo! This is what I've said about the end of this year, is that you've got teams that just flat out don't give a rat's ass. They just want this season to be over. For sure. I pull for one of them. <laughs> no, you guys are winning. You're on, the, you're on the train. Stop it. You're going to pick up some dubs. Ugh. You know what's sad? So I don't doubt you. We beat the freaking Rams. Mm-hmm. One of the best teams I've seen all year. We beat them. Finally coming together. Finally. Coming together, yeah, starting to come together. Ugh. Today we won a game. Tomorrow we win, this we win another one. That's we call the winning streak. Yeah. We, we win another one after that. That's three in a row. It has been done before. Yeah. God, it's, I love Lou Brown. I've the greatest seen, manager in all all of baseball history. I've never seen the movie. He's never seen Major League. The only thing I know about that movie is Ricky Wild Thing uh, Vaughn mm-hmm. and Willie Mays Hayes. That's all I got. Yep. I don't know shit else. That and just been outside. <laughs> Old Bob Euchre. You know, it was years after that I found out that Bob Euchre actually was a baseball player and was a sportscaster. Yep. Like, I I had seen yeah. that movie over and over and over again and never had seen a Milwaukee Brewers game in my life. Right. <laughs> and went, oh, shit, that's the dude from Major League. Yeah. <laughs> and that other TV, what, what was the TV show he was on? Wasn't he on, like, Mr. Belvedere or uh, something? I think he was. I think he was. Anywho. What the hell's a Mr. Belvedere? It was a TV show back in the 80s. Wasn't that a rabbit? Uh, that was the Velveteen Rabbit. Oh. Mr. Belvedere was like a butler. Isn't it a hospital? No. I don't know. Bellevue. Bellevue. There you go. Where, I could keep doing where did this. That I'm go not from? going to. Bellevue's a hospital in New York. Oh. Uh, Never been there. Don't for, know about for, it. For Looney Tunes people. <laughs> San Francisco 49ers. Uh, hot on the trail for a quarterback. They picked one up. 
Signing, Did they, though? Signing Josh Rosen off of the Tampa Bay practice squad. Because, I mean, what else are you going to do? Josh, signing Josh Harden. Rosen as a quarterback is like telling all your friends, I bought a new car and then showing them a Kia. Here's my Aww. 19. Here's my 2004 Kia Soul. Woo. Scratch them off your uh, call list, Brian. I don't, yeah. I don't think, yeah, I think, I think yeah. Kia's going to sign up for yeah. that. I talk package. enough shit about Kia that if they sponsored us, that they could take four days before they went <laughs> away. Uh, <laughs> what, what have we done? <laughs> yep. By the way, if you're interested in sponsoring the show, reach out to us. Uh, reach out to, to Jeremy or me at Sports Tank ESPN, at Jay Green ESPN. You can email the show any way, uh, any way you can. We're uh, currently negotiating with a strip club Dwayne Haskins went to. We've yeah. got, <laughs> we're trying to do this whole, you know, local supporting locals thing, giving people, a, you know, giving businesses a break down to the end of the year because we know things are have been hard and things are going to continue to be rough. So we want to support you. You support us. You know, it's that thing Jeremy used to say. Uh, you you invite your friends. Yeah, you I'll go. invite my friends, and then we can be friends. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so Josh Rosen, he's uh, he's now a, officially a backup quarterback in the NFL again. So congratulations to him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I knew somebody pick. was going to say that. Patrick Holt said, "I drive a Kia. They're quality, you ass. You ass." <laughs> I literally have nothing against Kia. It's just always the for whatever reason. It's, I mean, I like to say to Hyundai, like, I can keep doing this. I probably should stop, but yeah. you probably should before you uh, yeah, name all of the car sign. lots and then none of them will sign. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've always driven Toyotas, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have, nothing, I have nothing against it. Okay. Uh, it sounds kind of like you do. I, I've literally never driven a Kia in my life. I did, at one, I did at one point sell cars, and it seemed like every person that came to me with a Kia... Uh, it was either going to be buried in said car or needed to put bags of concrete in the back seat and throw it in a river. So, that's not saying it's always the case. I had a reputation as kind of being the bad credit fairy. So, right, right. As we get closer to the playoffs here, looking at uh, looking at quarterbacks. What quarterbacks do you trust when it comes to the 2020 NFL playoffs? I don't think you're going to like my answer. Okay, well, Pat Mahomes has to be one of the quarterbacks you trust. He's one. Uh, he, he is my 101 of quarterbacks that I trust in this playoff. Mm -hmm. It gets real thin after that. I mean, Aaron Rodgers? He's my three. He's your three. Mm -hmm. Okay. And a lot of my distrust in Aaron Rodgers does not have to do with him. It has to do with who's calling his plays mm -hmm. and the receivers that are around him. Mm-hmm. Because he has Robert Tanyan, Devontae Adams, and we're done. That's, that's all. That's all I got. It's Aaron Jones, who's a running back. Right. And fat Jamal Williams. <laughs> I knew it was going to come. And fat A.J. Hill. You can't Hill. talk about Green Bay without talking about fat Jamal Williams. <laughs> Jamal Williams is the Kia of NFL running backs. Oh I don't even know why I dislike him so much, but I do. I don't, and it's not even a personal thing. It's just I see him, and his, his not Aaron Jones-ness just pisses me off. No. <laughs> <laughs> his great, his worst flaw is that he's not Aaron Jones. That's, that's really all he ever did to me. Right. Man, I talk a lot of shit about him. Yeah, you do. Uh, your number two is... If I ever see him in person, he is going to whip my ass. Your number two quarterback to trust... Big in, right on my shoulder, just like, yeah, I, I told you. <laughs> 
stage you to talk shit about me again. I'm not. not. Your number two quarterback to trust in the playoffs is Russell Wilson? No. No. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Oh, man. Really? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I'm going to disagree. That's fine. I mean, you can sign up to be wrong all you want to. You tell me you trust quarterback in the NFL more than Josh Allen right now. Uh, yeah. You know why? There's a very simple reason why. What's his floor? What's the worst that could happen? Is he going to come out and throw five inter- four interceptions? No. No. You know why? Because if you if you start dropping back and you start trying to cover Stephon Diggs and Cole Beasley and Gabriel Davis, okay. Leave that one linebacker with just me and him. See what works. See what mm-hmm. happens. Mm-hmm. You see how that goes. Mm-hmm. He's literally the quarterback that Lamar Jackson wishes he was. Because Lamar Jackson can beat you rushing. He cannot beat you throwing. Josh Allen can do either one. Yep. Oh, please stack the box against me. Leave Stefan Diggs one-on-one. Hey, y'all, watch this. He's shown it all year long. Yeah. If I you mean, leave him one-on-one, I'm going to bust you because there's not a mm-hmm. corner in the league that can defend him one-on-one. Mm-hmm. So, uh, my only thing is it's, it's the youth. It's the inexperience. And you know what? Usually I would agree with you, and I would hold that against him. Guess what? I don't. Not this time. I don't. Because he's the perfect quarterback. He is a quarterback with a howitzer. He has Joe Flacco's arm in his prime, and he's built like a linebacker. Mm -hmm. I mean, what more do you want? This team can't run the ball at all. They know there's one person that can hurt you, the trigger guy. That's it. Doesn't matter. They still can't Doesn't stop. matter. Devin Singletary's irrelevant. Zach Moss is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Most of the weapons are irrelevant. And he can still just kill you time after time after time. So what's the knock on Russ? The knock he's on Russ. got Ru- to be there. He's got to be your four. He's my five, actually. You, you want to know the knock? I don't trust his offensive line at all. I don't okay. trust his defense at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Washington and the Rams and several other teams have shown the Giants have shown the path to beat them. Here's the thing: the Seattle Seahawks are exactly what I told you they were. Problem is, it took the league about four, well, about twelve weeks to figure it out. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, really look at what's happened with Seattle in the last month. They got dominated by the Giants, who were not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They played one of the grossest games you'll ever see with Washington football team. Oh, they, they blew out the Jets. Whoopie-doo. I think the book's out on Seattle. I don't think they can win a title. And, you know, I, I love Russ and I love his weapons. That's it. Yeah. What else they got? You know, Chris Carson, who gets hurt every time somebody breathes on him. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all they've had since the beginning of the season. Uh, and it's, it's hard to... It's hard to expect Russell Wilson to continue to be the guy that's going to carry you through the the entire season winning you every every game and expect that to turn into a championship run. I'm going to say the same thing that I said week 1 of the NFL football season that has that, that is still as true today as it was then. People lost sight of the narrative because they kept winning. Russell Wilson has to be the MVP every time he steps on the field or they can't win. Yep. Every time Anytime Seattle steps on a football field, if Russell Wilson is not an MVP caliber player, they can't win. They can beat the Washingtons and the Jets of the world. That's it. They can't beat legitimate big-time competition. 
Okay, now you've piqued my interest. I have to know who's number four on your most trusted quarterback in the playoffs list. I don't want to say this because I don't think you're going to take it right. It's Kyler Murray, isn't it? No. Okay. It's Tom Brady. Dude's got six rings. And I think at some point he just looks at old no risk it, no biscuit, and says, we're doing this shit my way. Yep. We're doing it my way. I agree. Uh, I was I was gonna say I was I, I was hoping we were gonna fight about that. I was hoping that that was gonna be a fight. We come down to the end of the, end of the top five, and there's no Tom Brady. You can't. There's no way that you cannot trust Tom Brady in the playoffs. I don't give a damn how much you don't like Bruce Arians in the play calling. Look, it's it's been awful. Hold up, before it before, before been we been. go all the way down the Brady path, there's yeah. a, there's a stat I have with Russell Wilson that it is it's one of the most mind boggling things you'll ever hear in your life. Okay. When they beat the Rams uh, middle of November, mm-hmm. Russ's QBR was 44.3. That's the lowest QBR he's had in a win all year. You know what second is? What's that? 72.9. Jeez. That's the second lowest QBR he's had in a win. Now, would you like to hear what they've been in losses? Uh, 71, 72, 31.9, 29.4. Mm-hmm. What I'm trying to prove here is if he's bad, they have no shot. Yeah. Right. None. Uh, he can be well above league average, and they still lose. He's had way more 85s than he's had 60s. When he's bad, when he's not MVP caliber, they lose. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I feel like teams know that. Chris Carson, l- let him do his worst. Yeah. Rashad Penny, Carlos Hyde, I don't care. You want Russ to cook? Cool. He's going to have to do it with a lot of opposition in his face. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Russell Wilson is definitely on my on my list of the most trusted, and uh, I think I'd have him a little bit higher than you. I'd probably my knock, have him my knock on Russell has nothing to do with him. Right. It has everything to do with what's team. around him. Right, it's the rest of the team. And I, I completely understand that. Uh, because if you look at... If you look at the two quarterbacks between them right now, you know, you had to pick one to win you a game next week. I think I would take Russ over Tom. But if you had to tell me I get the whole team, I'm taking Tampa over Seattle. 100%. 100%. Wilson, if Russell and Tom could trade places, nobody could beat Tampa. or Nobody could beat whoever got Russell and all the shit from Tampa Bay. Right. Nobody can beat that. Mm-hmm. Problem is, neither one of them have that. Yeah. Russ has a pitiful offensive line and a lackluster defense that has one really good blitzing safety. Cool. You know what that got the Jets? About three wins. <laughs> I seen it. And and three first-round draft picks, right? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Joe Douglas. At least you had that. Uh, and at least you got something out of him uh, before – before that contract ran out. That was a smart move. I love draft picks. Yes, I do. All right, so Tom Brady is uh, number four on the most trusted list. Russell Wilson at five. Yep. Then where do you go from there? It gets bleak. It gets bleak in a hurry. I... Tell me another quarterback you actually trust. Because I'll go ahead and tell you who my six is, and it should tell you everything about how I feel about these playoffs. My six is Ryan Tannehill. So is mine. <laughs> <laughs> It's Ryan Tannehill. 
And because, it's not all that close either. Because Ryan Tannehill has been he has been solid ever since he got to Tennessee. You can poo-poo him all you want to. We know how bad he was in, in Miami, but this works. He has got a monster running back and a and they are just committed to being completely uh, balanced. He's asked to do very little. Right. And but what he does, he's very good at. Right. He can hit A.J. Brown, he can hit Corey Davis, focus on the run game, pick your spots. plus yard touchdown every single game. Here's the thing. How many quarterbacks would be good if you had Derrick Henry in the backfield Mm -hmm. as a play-action threat and you're throwing to A.J. Brown and Corey Davis? Yeah. Pretty good. I'm not saying he's a world beater because I don't believe that in any shape, form, or fashion. Mm -hmm. I think he's been put in a phenomenal, perfect situation. I think it goes Ryan Tannehill at six, Kyler Murray at seven. And now we're into gross. Right. Because after that, I mean, you have to go down to... Jared Garth. Well, you got to get Drew Brees in there somewhere. I don't trust But I'm not, I'm not sold. I don't trust I'm not Drew sold Brees right. physically. Right. I'm not sold that he's right. I wish I could put his brain in a twenty-five in any 25-year-old quarterback. What about... That was absolutely. physically able. Absolutely. Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield is next. I trust knowing things about the Clintons more than I trust Baker Mayfield. (laughs) I trust Tijuana Tapwater more than I trust Baker Mayfield. Uh, Yeah, I'd have to put Goff in before him. I trust Jared Goff more than him. I trust Lamar Jackson more than him. I'd have to put Alex Smith in before him. I'm not sure you're wrong. (laughs) I'm not sure you're wrong. Oh, In terms of man. trust, I'm not saying their ceiling's not – his ceiling is markedly oh, better. Oh, yes. But if you told me in the first round of the playoffs, Baker Mayfield comes out and goes 12 of 30 and throws three picks, you stunned? Mm-mm. Are you just blown away? No. You look at it and go, that's who Baker Mayfield is. Yeah. That's what he does. I don't know. I mean, it's just it, – it, it is quite obvious. Patrick Holt said I trust he is more than Baker Mayfield. <laughs> that way. Uh, it's quite obvious, as always, between the haves and the have-nots. Uh, you know, shockingly enough, all the best quarterbacks in the NFL end up making the playoffs. Yeah. Big surprise. I mean, except for Deshaun Watson. Poor Deshaun. Yeah. Uh, poor guy. Poor Deshaun. We had such high hopes for you. Oh, God. He and just, they blew that team up around you, and now you're left with nothing. He's just like Will Will Smith when they move out of the house of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and he just looks around and all shit's going like, uh, yeah. I used to have stuff. Where where where'd my stuff go? He's got like one of those dark boards with Bill O'Brien's face on it. He's just throwing darts at it all day long. All right, let me ask you. Let, let me ask you a slightly more extemporaneous question. Ooh, ooh, extemporaneous. Uh, what quarterback in the playoffs do you trust the least? <laughs> For me, it's not even close. I think it's got to be Tua. I trust Tua more than more than more than your guy. Mm-hmm. Who is Ben Roethlisberger? Ben Roethlisberger. Yep, that's the one. There, there's, there's talk. All right, that he will not make. He won't be back next year. Forty-one million dollar cap hit next year. Unless well, I'm gonna level you. I can give a damn less what happens next year. Yeah. Here's my problem. They got nowhere to go this year. Nope. You got nothing to do. You're stuck. Can't get you out. are in the middle of the ocean. The sun is beating down on you, and you dropped your paddle in the water. Yep. 
You swim for it, you're probably going to get eaten by a shark. Mm -hmm. That would be going to Mason Rudolph. Or you can just sit here doing exactly what you're doing and you're probably going to starve to death. That's, I mean, that's where it's at. Mm -hmm. It's the best analogy I can give you for Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is like, open, did you ever see that movie, Open Water? First of all, dumbest damn movie in the history of time. No. Uh, it, it's about, you know, two people just floating out in the middle of the ocean because they're boat capsized, I think. And they're just waiting for things to eat them. Or die. I got like 25 minutes into it and went, nope. I'm surprised you got nope. 25 Jessica minutes Biel into it. In just the way you were selling that to me, it's Jessica two Biel people in a boat. It's worth 25 minutes to watch. Yep. It's a what? Jessica Beale. Oh, Jessica Beale. That okay. Yeah. I get it. All right. It's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> You're more storing away for the spank bank more than it, anything. It, it had, uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to entertain that. Uh, just, just. I just look at Pittsburgh now and go, "You're easy pickings for somebody that's going to make the playoffs." Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, what I saw against Cincinnati, you can't fix that. Mm -hmm. The defense is not good. Uh -huh. Ben looks awful. They have to play the Indianapolis Colts in the first round. Killed. They lose. Killed. Yeah. Not just beat. They would get killed. Mm -hmm. Unless something happens with Ben, and I don't know what that is. Uh, because you can't, I mean, run, you you can't have, run. You have one of the worst run at rushing attacks in the league. Mm -hmm. They're one of the best run defenses in the league. So you become completely one-dimensional. So Ben, I'm guiding every throw I make Roethlisberger, has to beat, has to outduel Phillip Rivers, who looks... 10 years younger than him. And it's become quite obvious to everybody. Uh, I mean, Ryan Clark yesterday, yeah. that was the one that hit me the most, was Ryan Clark was a teammate of Ben Roethlisberger's, won a, Super, or won a Super Bowl with him. And he said, it's clear that Ben cannot carry this team to a championship and they need to move on. They need to find something else. I knew it was coming eventually. I was hoping he was going to make it through at least one more season. And he'll make it through. I mean, he's he's a gamer, and he'll be out there to play every game until he just physically can't make it to the to the ballpark or get on the field or whatever. But this team's going nowhere with him, mm -hmm. and it's sad to say. Now, will I be surprised if he finds something over the last uh, week of the season or so, and you know, makes a charge in the playoffs? No, I, I wouldn't be. I will. I will be shocked. You can't go from what I saw on Monday night to even pseudo So you're saying he's completely dead arm? I think he's hurt. Uh, and he's been hurt seemingly every 15 seconds for the last, God, four years? Right. So, I mean, you're not, that's not going to get better. But I mean, let's be honest. This is, how, this is how, virtually how it always ends. Mm -hmm. It always ends this way. There's always a messy breakup with the guy, with the longtime quarterback. Tom Brady, you know, they'll build statues of him outside of New England. You think they love him right now? You think they love Tom? You think they're, they're watching their team go six and eight going, God, I feel warm and fuzzy about Tom Brady. Right. No. They will when he retires, but they don't like watching him play in Tampa Bay. Mm -hmm. Drew Brees, you think New Orleans fans feel great about him right now? You're going into the NFC playoffs as probably the two seed, and you're looking at Drew Brees going, you might be our biggest flaw. Eli Manning, that end well? I keep doing it. Right. Just the way it is. Mm -hmm. These things virtually never end well. Yep. There's never an amicable retirement and a parting of ways. Somebody hangs on too long, you screw them out of the playoffs, and then you're, then you're done. Then you're done. It's a very sad story. 
I was hoping it wouldn't go out that way, but it looks like uh, that is the way that it is trending. But it's uh, <laughs> Yesterday, we also had the, uh, the Pro Bowl rosters came out. Yay. I never thought you could make me care less than I already did. Uh, you've done it. Uh, the uh, NFL has succeeded in that. You play the Pro Bowl on Madden, uh, yeah, I care less. Wow. Whole lots of DGA. <laughs> wow, I didn't wow. even click on the roster. Like, I don't care at this point who made the fucking Pro Bowl because there is no Pro Bowl. Now, they had to do a team because so many contracts are tied into bonuses and stuff if you make a Pro Bowl. So they had to name the team. Right. But who cares? Especially if you're not having a game. I mean, it wasn't that I was going to watch the game anyway. I haven't watched a Pro Bowl ever. I don't think. I think I've watched maybe a series or two of a Pro Bowl, and that's that's ever been it. I, I watch a series or two of the Pro Bowl every year. Do you? Yeah, because I fall for it every year. Well, oh, it's football. It's good football. It's all-star football. No. No. All-star football, bad. Seven on seven, god-awful. No, that would be better. Well, here's if they did seven on seven bad. flag football, yeah, that'd be no. way better. At least they're not going to have, like, you know players opt out and then a new guy comes in who was like the third best fourth best somebody that makes a pro bowl we never should even sniff the pro bowl there's something to Clayus say to campbell by the way that's the one this year yeah Clayus campbell made it over quinn and williams and, and yes i understand i'm a jets fan and i'm obviously very biased but mm -hmm. not even it is it wasn't even debatable but he did and there's that and there's that but yeah who gives a fuck about the Pro Bowl, really? It was pretty bad. Auburn made a hire. They've got a new... And it was their first choice. Oh they have God. absolutely been after this guy from day one. Did they say that? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. The AP article said they have been hot after Brian Harson since this search started. Let me be really honest with you. I'm friends with an Auburn booster. I hadn't heard the name until 4 o'clock yesterday. Not literally. Where do you think I've been getting all this information from? Right. Because I'm friends with one of their damn boosters. Mm -hmm. I had not even heard this name until the second hour of our ESPN show yesterday. <laughs> and literally, as soon as I got the text, the next text I got was from Twitter saying, Auburn just hired Brian Harson. Well, that escalated quickly. Brian Harson uh, comes from Boise State, where... What was it? I think in the last seven years, his team has the fifth best winning percentage in FBS football, <laughs> which I thought was pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, they again, it's Boise anybody. State. Again, it's Boise State, but that's still impressive to be able to have a program at the top that many seasons in a row. He played there, so it you know it it made sense as him being the the Boise State head coach. I think he was that he was the only guy in program history to win championships as a player and an assistant coach and a coach uh, at Boise State. But now he's going to get the job to come down to the SEC and play with the big boys. He's going to come down to Auburn, Alabama and get his ass kicked by Alabama every week. Uh-huh. Or every year, whatever. Uh, it's every year. Yeah. It's, it, there are so many things wrong with this that I don't really know where you want me to start. Can Brian Harson recruit? That was the one thing that you said yesterday had to have. You had to have an ace recruiter to keep up with Alabama 
and the rest. Well, of here's the, SEC. the thing: we've done this so many times. I do not, for the life of me, understand why teams keep falling into this. Is Brian Harson a good coach? Yes, he is. Here's the problem: he has no ties in the South. And you know what happens in the South when you have no ties? You have no players. We've done this enough times. And, it, and that works everywhere. It's just worse in the South. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me a guy that has no track record in the SEC at all, never been a coach in the SEC. No. Has never been – it was a coach in the South for a year, replacing, oddly enough, Gus Malzahn at Arkansas State. Right. You're telling me that guy's going to walk into high schools and out-recruit Nick Saban for anybody. <laughs> or Ed Orgeron, or Dabo Sweeney, or Dan Mullen, or Mike Norvell – or, I mean, like Mac Brown, Lane or Lane Kiffin, or hell, Jeremy Pruitt, for that matter. Or Jimbo Fisher. I mean, just keep going. Yeah. Who's he going to beat? Any of these big schools wind up in with Auburn, they're screwed. But the bright side is this is probably the hire you had to make to fix all of the ills. Yes. This is going to be Steve Adazio at Colorado State. Or, I mean, there have been a lot of these over the years. Just scrub it clean. Just a guy that you look at and go, that doesn't make any damn sense, and it doesn't go well. But this is what happens. I tried to tell you this weeks ago. I didn't really want to say, I know way more than you think I do. But this has always been the thing about Auburn. You don't know who you're working for. Mm-hmm. There's too many – there are, there are too many decision-makers – and not enough people that just fall in line. There's too many people that have an opinion. Uh, Auburn has too many boosters. Auburn takes too many, too much money from boosters to keep up with the Joneses because the program doesn't make the level of money that Alabama does. Right. So, you have all these people that have opinions, and this is what you wind up with. You wind up, well, we couldn't agree on Hugh Freeze. I'll be honest with you, there was a number that would have gotten Hugh Freeze to take this job. I heard that yesterday. Definitively. There was a number he would have taken this job. The problem is he likes it at Liberty, and he wants the Tennessee job. So to get him to askew that, you were going to have to pony up. Well, he didn't do that. That's what happens when you pay $21 million to buy out a coach that's better. Right. I told you two weeks ago, if you do this with Gus Malzahn, you fire him, you pay this much money, Mm -hmm. and you don't hit a home run with the hire, it's a train wreck. And not only did you not hit a home run, you didn't hit a single. You bunted and prayed to God they muffed it. That's that's how much you think of Brian Harson. I think he's a great coach. Yeah. I think this is a square peg in a round hole. And now you're recruiting in a conference where you're the tenth best coach. Mm-hmm. I mean, really think about it. Is he a better coach than Michael Leach? No. no. Is he a better coach than Lane Kiffin, Ed Orgeron, Jimbo Fisher, Nick Saban, Dan Mullen? Hell, let's go to the next year. Is he a better coach than Jeremy Pruitt? No. He's definitely not a better recruiter. Might be a better coach. Might, might be a better X's and O's maybe. guys. He sure as hell not a better recruiter. Right. Is he a better coach than Chuck Lee? That just took the Vanderbilt job, which is the worst program in the SEC by a mile? Is he a better coach than Mark Stoops? No. And you have to out-recruit every one of those guys. Mm-hmm. And I didn't say jack squat about the Big 12, which is on the other side of the state from you, and the ACC, which is in your footprint. And you have to beat all of those guys. Mm-hmm. Good luck. The one thing I will say that comes out of this hire, I have never wanted something to happen more than Kellen Moore taking the Boise State job. I am going to fly that. I will fly that flag until they tell me I'm wrong. I mean, you have to call uh, uh, Chris Peterson first. Right. That's the first call. 
and he's going to tell you to go fly a kite okay. because he has a very cushy uh, administration job at Washington. He's 56, and he's semi-retired. Mm-hmm. Uh, your next call should be to Kellen Moore, offensive coordinator of the Dallas Cowboys, right. who was one of the most legendary players in Boise State history mm-hmm. and is a hot young recruiting uh, or a hot young coaching hire that would be a home run in the in that big west footprint but could he's you a get legend him? out there but could but could you get him 100% do you think there's enough money 100% okay i don't think it i know it. he's already said it he's already said there's a path that leads to me coming back to boise state oh, okay. i don't think he thought i mean he said it within the calendar year right. i don't think he thought brian harson was going to be leaving for another job but i'm going to be honest with you he almost left the cowboys in the offseason he what? wanted the Washington Huskies offensive coordinator job to leave the Cowboys. Right. You think in Boise State, his alma mater comes calling and says, we want you to be the head coach. You think he's going to say no? Because I don't. No, and uh, he is a perfect candidate to lead them into the next chapter as they're already talking about joining the AAC. Yep. They're talking about jumping out of the Mountain West and getting into the AAC, which would definitely uh, boost them up. And good God... Go take a look at a map of the AAC. It will be the true American Athletic Conference because it will span the entire friggin' country. Yep. All they need to do is add a team in California, and they got it set. And I'm telling you, if they do that, you're talking about a guy that was the offensive offensive coordinator of the Dallas Cowboys mm-hmm. and has been a Heisman Trophy finalist in you know kids that are that, that are coming ready to come into that, that will be recruitable. Mm-hmm. They remember him. Yes. It's been that recently. He would be a home run. And they wind up in the AAC, I'm telling you right now. Home run. Yeah. He'd be able to recruit like crazy. Yeah. And they will get into, uh, you know, they will be one of those teams that is constantly in the talk of group of five champion in the college football playoff or threatening for a spot in the college football playoff. Uh, well, if we have it Mac Brown's way, they would have their own championship did you hear this yeah it's stupid (laughs) the AAC with Boise State's a better conference than the Big Ten or uh, Pac-12 okay period it's not debatable yeah it's not even debatable it's it's, it's just hard facts Mm -hmm. now the Big Ten could pass them again Pac-12 can't I think the big uh, I think the Big Ten Uh, definitely will pass them um might yeah, I don't know. I again, I'm gonna have to wait and see just how much they get hurt. But it's gonna be a market amount. Yeah, I'm sure it will be. Um, all right, it is the Sportsocracy. Be sure to like it, share it, and follow it at the Sportsocracy on all of the social medias. This will be our last live show of the week. Tomorrow we will have for you the college football bowl special, where we will go through all of the games Christmas Eve through the national championship game on January the 11th. We'll also be with you, of course, this afternoon, as we are every afternoon on ESPN Asheville. Check us out on the iHeartRadio app, and you can take us with you everywhere you go. Uh, We'll see you this afternoon on the radio side. We'll be live once again here for the Wicked Weed Studios. WickedWeedBrewing.com. Drink different.